superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. I'd like to take a moment here, if you don't mind, Chris. It's your show, Rich. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, no problem. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Chris Long here on the Rich Eisen Show. What do you make of a 17-game schedule? I thought go woke, go broke was the saying. I thought that, like, (laughs) I thought we weren't going to make any more money as a league uh, because players were speaking out. Today's guests, golf swing coach Chris Cuomo, star of Universal Pictures film Nobody, Bob Odenkirk, Sports media personality, John Boy. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All righty then, welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, I am your humble host, sitting here in Los Angeles, California. That's no joke. Uh, good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. Good to see you. Oh, hey. Happy opening day, Rich. Yes, happy opening day to you. Happy opening day to you, uh, Mike Del Tufo. And yes, TJ Jefferson day. is wearing his Mets lid. Yeah, unfortunately. Why is that unfortunate? <laughs> Tell him, Brockman. Mets, Mets Nationals. Rained out. Postponed due to COVID uh, in Washington. Oh, gosh. Because the Red Sox are rained out. Red Sox Orioles rained out. So it, it's opening day, and we already have a COVID nineteen uh, yeah. cancellation. So I got all excited, Rich, and, and only to find out that Washington didn't do their due diligence, well, and now my boys and Francisco Lindor can't hit the field. Well, obviously, we hope everybody's happy obviously. and healthy. Ob- yeah, um, obviously. Number one, first and foremost. Number two, uh, one would say that you being patently disappointed. Uh, about this, yes, uh, on this day well after done, what you have wrought. On our Instagram account, we would say that is karma being a biatch, wouldn't we? I mean, I guess okay. I can see where that would come from. Yes. Because um, Don Bowie, we didn't, we weren't planning on starting the show this way, but Don putting it up, I, I, I did not approve this, but uh, you know, that's that's part of me delegating to you, our social media grand master, yes. uh, going ahead and doing what you think is appropriate mm-hmm. for everybody out there to consume from our social media feeds, which have uh, been very, very popular, thanks to your expertise. You Thank put you. out on Instagram a photograph of Russell Wilson, and <laughs> it, it sh- this looks like it is breaking news. Like it, it's, it says, breaking bears trading for Russell Wilson. And then holy, uh, with a poop emoji, uh, Chi-Town, stand up. The hashtag, this uh, NFL offseason is the craziest ever. And that's really funny. <laughs> and 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 what's today's date? What's today's it date? It is April first, Rich. And that is what it is. April, April Fool's Day. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it's five minutes to air. Five minutes or so to air. Ten minutes or so to air. And I'm locked down. And I my phone's on the desk. And it's buzzing. And yeah. And I I I see it is uh you know it's it's uh uh it's Jeff Garland. <laughs> and of course you know well I I, I connect with Jeff. And um, he's very he's very upset. He's definitely one of the the biggest Bears fans that I know, and he's always been very kind to show up on this show. 
I think he's very pissed off. As a matter of fact, I think he's not only so very pissed off that he cursed on our Instagram page in response. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. We have to. We have to. We have to uh, black it out right there. Go uh, fill in the blank yourself. I will have my revenge. Um, is is the caller there? Is the caller there on the return? Jeff from Chicago. <laughs> What's funny about it? Nothing's funny about it. Nothing is funny about it. Not a thing. Yeah, you know, I'm Hello? sorry, Jeff. I'm here. I'm here. Um, uh, Let I'm... me tell you something. I want to make this clear. Yes. Currently, I am getting in the car with my girlfriend to go get my second shot, my inoculation. All right. Hey. Today is opening day for baseball. That's correct. Today is a beautiful, wonderful day. I had a delightful day filming Curb Your Enthusiasm. I am in a great mood. And then our friend Doug Robinson texts me. Yes. Capital Russell Wilson. Uh, and then I, he says, you know, Rich doesn't usually get the scoops. Adam Schefter <laughs> should be on this. Well, that should have made me suspicious. Yeah. But no, I have so much respect for the Rich Eisen show that I know that they have connections that nobody else has. That's true. Well, you know what, Rich? I'm not going to swear. But I got to tell you, your little social media boy, he's going to get his. Oh, my God. <laughs> TJ, you <laughs> traded off our gravitas, our brand of being a trusted name in news. And by the way, you're saying that kind of jokingly, but the reality is, you you your show gets respect. Thank you. you. Thank you. Oh, we lost Jack. Is that the revenge? You blew his microphone. He's to call in and then lose lose. Are you there, Jeff? Yeah, I'm here. Of course. Okay, very good. Uh, so I. I TJ, do you have anything to say to Jeff Garland? Yeah. Uh, happy April what? Fool's Day. <laughs> All right. Hey, TJ, you don't know what you've brought down on yourself. You don't even have a clue. I'm you ready know the for power it. that I have, I... especially in practical jokes. I'm going to nail you so hard. Pause. You know what? I hope you enjoy your testicles right now because they're going to disappear. <laughs> no, but I need them. Oh my well, um, I know, but you're not going to have them. They're going to disappear. Jeff, no. Now, I so, don't mean anything by it. So for a split second, you thought a, a moment in time on this day, for a split Jeff Gerland. I thought, yes. Well, um, I apologize on behalf of, um, I guess, TJ doesn't want me to apologize at all, but uh, I'm sorry. It, 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 hmm. It's not. By the way, yes. here's what I want to say. Yes. Uh, here's what I want to say. This is the this is the key thing. What I want to say. Yes. It's the proof that you know how people get in trouble. They put their jokes on Facebook and Instagram, and before you know it, they're fired. The point being is, leave it to the pros. Leave it to the pros. <laughs> I mean, my God, leave it to the pros. I know what's funny. You do not. <laughs> Have a wonderful day, gentlemen. Go on with your show. No, hold on a second. You can't, just, you can't just tap out on me. You said you're shooting curb. I got to hear something. Give me something. Well, no, no. I, what, what do you need to hear? Everything. What do you got? What can you share? What's going on? 
How many episodes you know have you damn shot? Well, I can't share a damn thing. I know that, but what? I mean, it's is. Uh, I, I come on, something. Give me, give me a little, little. By the way, I'm having a, a ball. We're having a ball. It's great. There you go. And all right, I'll take that. Yeah. There, there, okay. Was, there you go. Was, all right. No, I'm sorry. You don't get any bonus. <laughs> <laughs> See what you've done, TJ. I, I don't get my bonus now. I, I am being, I am being flagged to get in the car. Okay. I am out. You did not earn this. <laughs> I will come on another time. But, TJ, oh, my God, you have no idea what you did with your little humor festival. Goodbye. Jeff Garland, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> happy Jeff opening Garland. day, Jeff. He's not happy. He is. He's not happy. Yeah. What, 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 what? What? I don't know. It's, well, here's the other thing, right? It's really not my fault that people lack reading comprehension because if you read oh, the caption, it says in there, it, I basically tell you. Like every what year do you we mean? do an April Fool's joke. You got me. Because so it says hashtag April, hashtag first day, first day, hashtag fourth month. Yeah, think about it. It's, I mean, it's right there. Hey. Also, you, I will say, if you're on social media today, you got to have your blinders up for people thinking they're hilarious Jeff, and pulling you, pranks. I, I, for, if, for anybody who follows Jeff Garland, which I do, he got off Instagram for a while. He did. He and did. now he's back. He said he was back. Just in time for this sort of stuff. Yeah. And normally he will just give us a little something about Curb, a little something, a little taste. Nah, he's not Now we're out. He's not happy. He's not happy. He can't tell you anything anyway. Now we're out. He's not happy. Much like The Price is Right, there are rules uh, oh, about things well, you can and can't speak By the of. way, oh. well, we're just on this subject, this is not, you know, like usually top of show, if you will, A block material. But um, Stray didn't have any sort of reveal that his uh, new grill is know, April right? Fool's. That might be the real deal. So it looks like I it's a Vander the real deal, dude. Real deal. Oh, my gosh. So your sense at the end of the show yesterday. I was wrong. You're, and so you're taking it out on poor Bears fans who, who you know, I mean, everybody is hoping in Chicago for this moment to happen. Like, they think it still has a chance to happen. Even though they were told, forget it. Even though they went ahead and signed Andy Dalton and they've got Nick Foles and they think that there is a certain way for Russell Wilson to be acquired. Like, zero point. I really think so. I really do believe it is Dean Worms or for Bears fans. I do really really believe that. By the way, they can get Tom Brady and they're not going to be good. They need a team. Look at you. Oh. So I'm throwing that out. Hot take. He's he's hot taking. That's not even hot. I mean, that's not hot. It's a fact. Dude. They're not like Tampa Bay. They got a team. You give Tom Brady to them, and they're still Look not. Look at him. He's like Russell oh. Wilson goes there. He's gonna. Who? Seriously? Uh, let's let's <laughs> hold on a second. All right, I'm, I'm gonna done. I'm gonna actually I'm treat this with a bit of seriousness here. I'm gonna treat this with a bit of seriousness. Thank here. you, Rich. Mike. Thank you. I will give you the legitimacy of treating that as a serious comment. Yes. First Thank of all, I don't. I just don't know if it's part of an April Fool's joke that Del Tufo says I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna act I'm like gonna Skip Bayless takes. for three hours. <laughs> okay. April screen. Fools. Happy oh, April Fools screen. Day. Yeah, where's your drip? There, let necklace. me go all in on LeBron. <laughs> let me follow only one person myself on Twitter. Am I getting paid like that? I don't. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's uh, April Fools. As, as the person who is now the owner of this program, you are most certainly not. I tried that before, Mike. It ain't happening. Okay. (laughs) I I will say this, Mike. You know the Bears were 
rumored or reported or legitimately kicked the tires on seeing if Tom Brady wanted to come to Chicago. And you saw what he did to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And if you think Allen Robinson is on par with Mike Evans, and if you think the defense that we saw in Chicago is on par in Tampa, I'm going to try and – and if you think Gronk would have shown up in Chicago – And if you think Antonio Brown would have shown up in Chicago, if you think Leonard Fournette could have been added to David Montgomery, who had a breakout season, basically saying all the in-season and also off-season free agents that came because of Tom Brady. I don't believe, you know, both Nagy and Arians have um, Coach of the Year awards. I don't think that's apples to apples. And I don't think the rest, of, I don't think Godwin has an apple to go apples to apples with in Chicago. Do you think the Bears would have had no shot to make a deep run in the NFC, Chris Brockman, if Brady was on the Bears last year? I think they would have, I, I know I'm going higher register. I can't say what Mike Del Tufo just said is wrong. I mean, I, I can't. I mean, I can't sit there and say what he said is, is is right either. Yeah, I mean, I think I think they probably heading into the year maybe had just as good a shot. Let's not forget it. One year ago, this time they were a double doink away. So no, no, no. That was two years ago. I know. Yeah. Two years, one I year ago at I mean. this time, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had just gotten Brady, and we are all legitimately wondering, yeah, but what? So, you know, what what's going to happen now? Really? Is it going to really happen? And that's why Bears fans think they are one godsend quarterback away. And somebody who's 10 years younger, plus than Brady and Russ, coming to town. And and this is why it's particularly, uh, TJ, I don't know if you're spending your time now responding to the many angry Bears fans that have posted on our Instagram it's account. It's April Fool's Day, folks. Like, and, and, and lighten I, up. And I just, by the way, uh, it, it's, a, it's a fan base that has been dying, <laughs> dying for this to happen. Just dying. Like, it's, just, it, like if you chose a fan base, <laughs> there's like some fan bases that, you know, the Jets would be one of them, obviously, Lions and what have you. But, you know, we, we're, we've been in the desert looking for you know, uh, a Super Bowl championship for forever. <laughs> the Bears have at least tasted in the mid '80s. They drank from the cup, but it's still but there so for you to do this to that fan base is particularly cruel. And then, of all things, just if I can put this all in perspective, if I may, for someone to pull an April Fool's prank like this and tell everyone to chill out. Because it's April Fool's, while wearing the hat of the New York Mets, <laughs> the franchise that has been had by an April Fool's joke more than any franchise and fan base ever. Yeah, and I'm not mad about thanks it. Thanks to the George Plimpton, Sid Finch article that was just incredible. Yeah, published still amazing. Now, well over 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mid 80s. 168 mile an hour fastball with a curveball and all sorts. One shoe. And one shoe. And one shoe. And, yeah, yeah. For yeah. you to wear a Mets hat and say, chill out, everybody. Yeah, that would make sense because oh I took gosh. it as a joke. So <laughs> I can't say chill out. 
Garland is not happy. Hey, he'll be all right. That was so funny. Well done, TJ. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. We we may set a record for comments on our for, on our board. <laughs> well, <laughs> after I post this on Twitter and tell them to go to the Instagram page, hopefully we definitely. Will. So it is uh, on and cracking, as we say in the business. <laughs> and um, so we've got uh, a guest list that's truly all over the map today. Um, Chris Como is one of the top swing coaches in all the land. He's a swing coach for Jason Day and. Most famously, Bryson DeChambeau. He'll be joining us in the middle of the show as we're getting set for Masters Week next week. Oh, yeah. We've got Bob Odenkirk joining us. His new movie, Nobody, is getting a lot of critical acclaim. He's going to, I zoomed with him. He's going to be zooming in from Albuquerque. Oh. Where mm-hmm. he is, in fact, shooting the final season of Better Call Saul. All right. Do hit it about, uh, hit him on that a little bit. He, like uh, Garland, is a diehard Cubs fan. It is opening day. And I figured, who better to have on this show than somebody who is literally, figuratively, lighting it up right now on all forms of social media and has created his own media business out of his love for baseball. And it is John Boy of John Boy Media. Now, for those who may not know about John Boy's work, you're clearly not on Twitter or Instagram or anything like that. He has gotten some remarkable videos posted showing you the game inside the game of baseball. And his lip-reading abilities are second to none, and his ability to break down an at-bat or a pitching sequence and breaking down an argument between players and managers and uh, his savages in the box. Remember, he... he, he <laughs> that was he, how it all started. That's how it all yeah. st- well, I think it all started with the Houston Astros scandal. He really, really went in on the pounding of the trash cans and things yeah, of that nature. Yeah, he was toying nature. with audio so you could hear the you banging. Hear the, and, I mean, yeah, yeah, he yeah. really put in perspective how the cheating scandal was put into practice. Yep. So... And he's just a diehard baseball fan, and he's not 80 years old. So, With all due respect to Peter Gavin. Well, I mean, and, and us too. I and mean, us, I'm a 51-year-old man excited about baseball. Me we too. need to get people who are younger than us. And you too, Chris. You're an old man compared to... I am, I, and I love baseball. Okay. It's a big day in my I'm house outside today. the key demographic. Yes. 18 to what now? 18 to 45, 49. right? Isn't 49. That, is it 49? Yeah, I'm outside the key demographic. People don't care about my purchasing power. And I say to them, what the hell's your problem? And that makes no but sense. But here you go. Here's your opening day yeah. schedule up on the screen. Okay, you guys are up in 45 minutes, Rich. And it's Garrett Cole against Hinjin Ryu of Ryu. the retooled Toronto Blue Jays who are prepared to beat you 20 to nothing. Or, or twenty to nineteen, exactly. They are going to be <laughs> or fun. lose nineteen to nothing. They are you know, going to be fun I mean, to watch. It, it's man. just gonna, and they have every single. I mean, if there's any team in baseball since we're speaking of age that makes you feel old, oh. it is the Toronto Blue Jays because they have the son of every <laughs> single player that you used to watch. It's Vladimir crazy. Guerrero's son, Dante Bichette's son, and Craig Biggio's son. They collect the sons of everybody <laughs> to make you feel old. It's awesome. They're all and, sick. Clayton Kershaw takes the old bump for the defending champion, Los Angeles Dodgers in the thin Rocky Mountain air. Okay, remember you get nowhere. All right, so let's take a break. 
And when we come back, let's talk ball with John Boy, man who talks Yanks and talks everything about baseball. That's coming up next here on this. That's for real. This is not an April Fool's show <laughs> on the Rich Eisen Show. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. We're back here as one happy simulcast family on NBC Sports on Peacock. For those on our radio audience and Sirius XM Channel 211, this uh, Rich Eisen Show radio, uh, terrestrial radio affiliate. You want to see us? Go get Peacock. It is free. Want to listen to us? We appreciate you doing that. Uh, I've never spoken to uh, this guy, but uh, I sure love his work. I love his love for baseball. And I love how he takes you inside the game in a way that few can or do. He is John Boy of John Boy Media here on the Rich Eisen Eisen Show. How are you, John Boy? I'm doing well. Thank you guys very much for having me. Uh, Opening day, I just took a stroll around the stadium. It's cold, but there's a lot of energy, so uh, I'm excited. The stadium is in you're the one in the Bronx, New York, correct? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about, John? Yeah, yeah our, our office is two blocks away, so we just walked over, took it in, saw ourselves on the billboard, smiled a little, and then now we're in the warmth of our office again. That's okay, badass. very good. Cold That's day, awesome. Garrett Cole out on the mound. I mean, so who 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 was your guy growing up? Who was it? How old are you, by the way? Let's start with that. I'm 32. Okay. So I, I grew up in the Jeter era. That's, that's it was, uh, you know, watch him play and also listen to his interviews and how he handles himself was, you know, kind of, I think my dad had it easy. He was like, just be like that guy. He's the example. So <laughs> right. I, I very much grew up as a little kid idolizing Derek Jeter. And then, so, so how, so I'm trying to do the math in my head here. Uh, Cause I was seven years old when Catfish Hunter arrived and um, Chambliss went yard in the 76 pennant and the Yankees got wiped out by the big red machine. But I was eight years old when Reggie arrived and that was a game changer for me. And I'm a diehard Yankee fan ever since. But Mattingly and Reggie are my guys. So you. So were- I was I was seven in 96 and then eight, you know, moving on. So, you know, know, we saw championships at the same age there, very young. That's about it. So, uh, and then... Um, how come you're so into baseball and not other sports? Because that is a question that I think is legit, uh, John Boy. I think it's a legit question, certainly because baseball is trying to get people your age to do what you're doing, uh, which is talk baseball as much as possible. Yeah, I, I actually love the pace of baseball. Um, I think the action can be increased. So like, I, I do think it, it, the, the amount of action has slowed down in the later years. But I enjoy the pace. I enjoy 
being able to to talk to the person in the seat next to you and, and play the guessing game of what would you call here, what would you throw here. Well, we just threw two curveballs, so now we should probably go a high fastball. And all the intricacies and the mental part of it, I love that. And I mean, I like how you know it's all still, and then everything can explode in any moment. And the bated breath when the pitch is on the way to the batter, you know, all that stuff that all the baseball historians can talk about in flowery language and romanticize I, that's gospel to me i love it so i grew up my dad played baseball in college and then obviously the yankees were were great as i was a kid mm-hmm. my family moved around like every two years of my life and our sticking point was you know we were a yankee family we liked yankee games when we lived in we lived in australia for a little bit we lived in illinois and my mom would record the all the playoff games on vhs we would eat dinner as a family then we would watch the game together afterwards because it was a different time zone uh, in Australia. So it was kind of, uh, you know, it's a family thing for me. It's a sticking point. It's something that when we talked to our friends back east, when we were moving around, it was a conversational point. And then when I finally moved back here and I got to be into the thick of it again and have the everyday conversations, I was in heaven. So where'd you get the name John Boy? Oh, that's a bad story. So that that comes from a autocorrect. My buddy's phone autocorrected jimmy yes to jommy when we were in college and then my buddy now who's my partner in all of this jake he would just change change it from john john boy jommy john dude john kid and <laughs> it was like a running joke for maybe two weeks but in those two weeks i changed all my socials because i was applying for real jobs at the end of college <laughs> to john boy and and now here we are. And now here you are. And you you, you first started uh, with a podcast at age 17. Is that a true story? 2017. No. So when was your first time that you when you did that? 2017, 2017. was when we started uh, Talking Yanks, which was our first podcast. Right. And it was just a hobby then. I was doing it after work on the side. I was living uh, with, my, with my girlfriend at her parents' house. And I was just desperate to talk to anyone about the Yankees and, and you know, live tweet every game and all that. So once the, the following grew a little bit, I started a podcast, and uh, thankfully some people were tuning in. They had no doubt about that. And before you know, I, I have so many questions about, you know, your ascent before we actually settle into talking baseball with you. Uh, John Boy of John Boy Media here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, have you ever gotten a call from Major League Baseball to say, knock it off, you're using our material? Did that ever happen with you? No. Jimmy? No, that, that hasn't happened. We actually, I met up with someone at some event that was from MLB's social team, and they were incredibly friendly because I didn't know. And I, didn't, I'm not, I don't want to ruffle feathers. I'd rather work with them than against them. And I didn't know how they felt. And they're like, oh, we got to work with you. And I was like, yeah, I'd love to you know, work together in some way. And have the same goal, and they're like, yeah, if we're not working with you, like that's a shame. So that was the first step, and then I never heard back. And then, and then uh, last year we got some calls and tried to figure out some ways that we could work together, but I don't, I don't think we've ever landed on a specific plan, so we've never really partnered or anything. But as far as I know, that they're not upset with what I'm doing, uh, might be happy about it, and I, I've never gotten any complaints well, from them. They, I, they've I'm, helped us out a, a decent amount. Well, I'm pleased to hear that because they should, they should uh, want – your material to be out there because it's it's to me when you put out a video and you're breaking something down um you know and you're noticing something that i i didn't pick up because you know i'm i'm you know either i didn't have the sound up or something like that um i'm i'm tuned in i'm i'm locked in so even when you're 
you're showing how the Astros went through with banging trash cans at what time and how pitchers reacted and how they were clearly upset about it because they knew it was happening at the time and we as fans didn't weren't in on it just yet I mean baseball never said to you knock it off never not once not once no I've I've never had anyone reach out and I'm sure there are people that dislike it that's only human nature but I've never had a player or or anyone reach out and and say they weren't a fan of what we were doing I I mean I'm, I'm I'm not saying they don't exist. They just have not spoken up and, and let me know. So it's all been positive on our end. And the savages in the box. I mean, that 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 obviously the video where you uh, broke down how uh, Gardner was bashing his bat on, uh, on the top of the dugout and Aaron Boone was arguing with the uh, home plate umpire and you were picking up on it. I mean, have you spoken to any of those Yankees since then, John Boy, about all that? Well, yeah, I was at, I was at an event. Um, CC Sabathia's gala in 2019, yeah. and Aaron Boone. It was cr- it was pretty close to right after that happened, and the Yankees had made some statements that they weren't thrilled and they wanted to look into how to stop audio getting leaked. And I understood what they were saying and why they were saying it. So Boone came up to me and he just kind of nudged me from behind and he said, "You're funny." And I said, "Oh, okay. So you're not mad?" And he said, no, I don't care at all. It was awesome. And then I, I've had, you know, I've had players from multiple teams. They'll, they'll DM me and say, "Hey, do this one." Our bench coach got ejected. It's hilarious. Or, "Hey, do this one." So, no, I, I even that, I, and I was happy about that because I mean, you know, it blew up Boone's spot, but only in a really positive way. I think it helped his image more than anything. It was hilarious. It was funny, and even some umpires were like, "Well, he, he said what he said, but he did it with compassion in a way." So <laughs> yes. I didn't think he would be mad about it. And I was glad to find out he wasn't. John Boy of John Boy Media here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's get into it. It's it's the Dodgers world, and we're all paying rent this year. What do you think? Yep, yep. Their their B team is just as good as a lot of teams' A teams. They have, I mean, they're they added Mookie Betts last year, and now they add Trevor Bauer this year, and they're still getting better. They bring Turner back, who is just a, a postseason nut job. His postseason numbers are amazing. So. Yeah, I think it's Dodgers' world. I think some stuff's going to have to go really wrong for them. I'd be I'd be really surprised if they're not in the World Series again. It's just amazing the Red Sox just couldn't figure it out with Betts. And I know that, you know, obviously talking amongst two Yankee fans, it's like the small violin playing, but I it it, it still boggles the mind, John Boy, that 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 the homegrown star needed to go to Los Angeles to be widely respected enough. I just, it, it, I, I don't understand it. I st- I'll never understand it. You know, I don't understand it at all. It doesn't make sense. I don't even think the return they got was that great. And that's why it's, it's cool to see what the Padres have done with Tatis and say, Hey, you know, we got a lot of fans coming to Padres world right now because we're growing because we're getting fun. Well, here's some loyalty for you. He's not going to leave for a decade. Imagine if the Indians did that with Lindor, or the Red Sox did that with Mookie Betts. Uh, sometimes, you know, letting the fans know and, and giving the fans that respect, like, yeah, he's going to be here forever because he's amazing and we love him and you guys love him. I, it's just kind of a slap in the face to not even try and to trade him, not even to, like, play the season out and, and see what you can get. So, you know, we're, we're on all across Southern California, thanks to uh, the mightier 1090 in Southern California. Let's linger on the Padres a little bit. You don't think the Padres might be able to, you know, seven-game series this bad boy against the Dodgers? You don't think that that could be a possibility when it's all said and done? Or yeah, I've, there... been, I've been running into this, uh, 
this dumb take I keep saying where I think the Padres have a better chance of winning the World Series than they do their division. I don't think they can beat the Dodgers in a 162 race to most wins. But in a crapshoot playoff series, maybe the Braves beat the Dodgers and then the Padres and the Braves meet up, or or maybe someone else takes care of the Dodgers, or maybe they beat them in a seven-game set because anything can happen there. Uh, But I'd still put my money on the Dodgers. We'll see when we get there. I like the Padres pitching. I wish Clevenger didn't get hurt. I wonder if they'd still pick up Snell and Darvish. Um, but I, I like I like what the Padres have done. That's what you need to do to try and compete with the Dodgers. Well, I mean, and I'm sure in New York City, uh, cross town, Mets fans with Lindor, uh, you know, with a 10-year contract extension, 300 and some odd million dollars, um, he's going to provide the spark that, you know, uh, at least Degrom, maybe Degrom loses what uh, three to two now instead of two to one. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I don't. Unless you think this could be some sort of with uh, with Alonzo, they can actually put something together in in the NL East. What do you think? We'll we'll see. The NL East is pretty fun. I, I keep saying that one of the Mets, Phillies, and Nationals is going to just stink, and I don't know how, and I don't know who. <laughs> But I, but one of those guys is going to surprise us in the in the wrong way, and, and the two others will probably be as good as we think they should be. The Mets are interesting, and it really kind of just comes down to a vibe thing. And they have the bats. I don't like their pitching to start the season, but if Carrasco and Syndergaard come back, then I like their pitching a lot. Uh, and they, those guys should come back and be healthy. But we'll see. It's always been bullpen, and uh, their defense isn't great. They got a lot of bats, but they got a lot of guys playing seemingly not there. A few more minutes left with John Boyer. John, a few more minutes left with John Boyer, John Boy Media here on the Rich Eisen Show on Opening Day. What about the American League? Who do you like in the in the American League this year? Well, I'll say the Yankees. Okay, and uh, you know I can't not say the Yankees. Well, why is that? I mean, you know why? 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 You know because you know Cole, and then obviously you know um, adding Kluber would be something um, if if the Kluber of his Cy Young uh, years shows up um, yeah I'm actually I'm pretty skeptical on Kluber but but I like I like um, I like the Yankees in 162 I, I like I think they have enough pitching depth with Montgomery and uh, Herman and Tyone and Kluber and even Davey Garcia and, and you know the Yank this Yankees team won 103 games in 2019 with while also having the most injuries any team's had in the history of baseball. So I like them for the regular seasons, uh, regular season. It's just when they get to the playoffs, who's going to be the number two behind Cole? And we're going to need one of those pitchers that I just named to step up and take that role. Otherwise, I think they're in for a scary repeat of the last three years. But, I, I mean, the lineup today is so crazy. If these guys can stay healthy, and those are the magical words, uh, the Yankees are the best team in the AL and I think every every site has them listed that way. I, I hope the White Sox take the jump, and, and I think they added some nice pieces to their team. And I hope the Rays are awful, because I'm a Yankees fan. Uh, and I also <laughs> don't like the way they do things, even though it works. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the West Coast is kind of sloppier than I, I think people realize. The Astros took a step back. I think the A's took a step back. And then the Mariners and Angels and Rangers aren't, aren't going to do anything big. And so, uh, lingering a little bit on the Yankees before I let you go, sir, um, is Judge an MVP this year? Is this the year? Is this finally the year for him? What do you think? Who's the MVP? If, if, he's, if he's on the field, yeah. I, every time he's healthy, his numbers are great. And uh, he, he's never not performed when he's on the field. It's just a matter of staying on the field. So, 
let's get through April and the cold weather and see how see how long he can last. But yeah, if you look at his if you look at his stats when healthy the last three years, he's a top ten, top five player in almost every stat that could matter. It's just a matter of being able to stay on the field. So there were some fluke ones early on in his career, but last year was a lot of soft tissue and the injury prone one. So I hope so. I think he's really Really special to watch. I mean, he's got an arm. He can. He's faster than you think. I don't think people realize that he's a, a plus defender just because of his size, yeah. but he is, and that's really fun. And then what's the date over under? Uh, I'll give you over under uh, May 1st of what's wrong with Gary Sanchez. You take the over or the under? <laughs> what do you got for me on that? I think he, I, well, listen, I've been a Gary apologist for a long time. It's a pretty tough time for us Gary apologists <laughs> right now. I think his. I think the rest of his career. Here's the hottest take. I think the rest of his career is is made this April, because we've seen him have bad starts. He can't get himself out of those. Uh, so I, I, if he has a good April, I think he'll. I think he'll have a good year. If he has a bad April, I think he'll have a bad year. So I think. I think May first is the great over under mm-hmm. uh, of when we know. And if he has a bad year, I think his career is is drastically. I think he's a backup. Huh. meddling around or DHing every other day for some team. But I will root for Gary. It's opening day, so we got to be positive Attaboy. and happy. Uh, he's going to be great. Okay. Um, and so last one for you. Predict for for me the MVPs and Cy Youngs, and then, you know, we'll put it in the we'll put it in the freezer and take it out uh, unless you're off, and then we'll just act like this didn't happen. It is sports talk radio, so what do you think? All right, I'll, I'll, I'll give DeGrom the Cy Young. Again. Uh I like that, and I, I like that. You know, Mets fans can just still act like that's a World Series championship, and they'll cheer for that um, instead of winning the World Series. And they'll be like, "Yeah, but we got Degrom." And be like, okay, the Angels have Trout, so we'll give Trout the MVP. Okay, uh, in the AL as well. All right, and then uh, we need an AL a we, Young. Yep. Let's go with my dude Lucas Giolito. He's uh, okay. got a podcast on my network, so I'm rooting Nicely for him. Done. And he, he's not in the American League East, so he won't do much damage against the Yankees. And I think he's primed to take a step up. He's getting the the ball on opening day here. And then what, what? I need a National League MVP. Yes, you do. You do. I think Arenado would be fun. I think that the Cardinals going out and making that move and, and getting uh, paid on it and having it be rewarded and helping them win the division would be a cool storyline for baseball. And a, a little you know more screw you to the Rockies, which I think they deserve. John Boy, thanks for the call. Everyone can get your media where for anybody wants to know because you have and how many podcasts do you have now and, and and shows including Chris Rose, my colleague from NFL Network. John Boy, we help. have we got a ton. I think we I think we're up to like forty shows or wow. or thirty shows. There's a lot on network. Chris Rose has a show. Trevor Fluke, who just uh, flew in today to sit with us, he's got a couple of shows on network sequence. He says that you guys were flight buddies one time we on a plane. Were. Told we, me to tell you. He, that's a fact. Tell you, uh, that's a, yeah. that's a fact. Tell him I said hello too. I enjoyed uh, chatting with him. He's, he's terrific. I follow him on Twitter too. He's terrific. Yeah, he's been great. So if you go to johnboymedia.com, it's got a lot of our properties and whatever social media platform you're on, if, if you search John Boy Media, you'll be able to find us. Well, look, uh, John Boy, uh, I appreciate the call. Let's do this as regular as you'd like. Uh, I like I said, I appreciate your takes. I appreciate the way that you uh, the way that you uh, put your your media and your content together. Um, and I appreciate the time here on opening day. Enjoy it. Yeah, but ha- happy to come back whenever. Thank you very much for having me. And my voicemail, did that play on your, did that work? My voicemail? Um, for it was your... beautiful. Okay. It was beautiful. Okay, very good. Take care of yourself. Thanks for Thank the call. You.
That's John Boy of John Boy Media right here on the Rich Eisen Show. He had a he did a, uh, a voicemail only show where he has people leave voicemails with their opinions about the Yankees, and he oh, just plays the voicemails. How do you think the Yankees are going to be this year? I think that they should win. All right, I'll well. take a. <laughs> we'll tease it. We'll come back here on the Rich Eisen Show. We've got Chris Como, Bob Odenkirk, Michael Holly, and you. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, looking up right now and seeing the Blue Jays getting introduced. This is oh, this is in, in, in Yankee Stadium. This is old school stuff. This is the, the whole idea of introducing a lineup via via uh um you know over over the public address announce is to me it's a special moment for me and i I, it gets lost it gets lost baseball gets lost i know it gets lost but to me there are only a few um traditions in sports left that stand out for the sport. Like soccer, the walkout of the teams. That's correct. With the music. I like that. That's a good one. one. Another one in in the National Football League um, is, well, you know, and here's the entire offense introduced as a team, defense introduced as a team, or they run out of the tunnel by name, and the, you know, the handshake of head coaches, which appears to... Afterwards? Which appear, you know, is always of interest to see if there's eye contact, if they, you know, hug it out, or if it's just a quick touch up and they leave. Or in the case of Harbaugh versus Jim Schwartz, it is a whole oh, yeah. uh, poop show. Or, and uh, Belichick and Mangini. There was yeah. oh gosh, there was no yeah. handshake. No Those are right. College finger. basketball, the coaches shake hands. Yeah, but in professional basketball, they don't. They just, Hockey, they just the walk the out. Game. They just, you know, they just. Some, they, sometimes they wave or yeah. they just don't even, they just turn around, pivot and go up, yeah. you know, just and like right. And then obviously in professional hockey, hockey when they shake hands after a playoff series, yeah, is cool. that's the ultimate. Right. Okay. Baseball's tradition in introducing the lineups, okay, on big days of playoff days and opening day, I love it. It's, yeah, it's terrific. Cool. I I get into it. I not hearing the um, sound right now. That's on ESPN. Like I can imagine uniforms. there would be there would be some some booze and people in New York City who don't care. I imagine there's not many Toronto people who have traveled to New York. There you are guys, fans. You guys have fans. They are. They yeah. allowed some yeah. a small amount of fans nice. in New York State. The Blue Jays are out there in like some light blue oh, unis. They look so good. Right. So there you're seeing clean. some fans right now in, in Yankee Stadium, and this is exciting. I I I I get I dig this. All star games are the best, and then of course it's All-Star. the first game in a new stadium for the of the World Series. So it's game one in yeah. in the home in the you know the the first stadium, and then game three in the other. I love it, and you know I always feel for like the assistant trainer who runs out there, you know, being announced, and here's the training staff, you know, and. Runs out there in their jacket, and it's just like, okay, great. Let's get to the starting lineups. The bullpen during. And then the exchange of the the lineups. I just, I dig it. Uh, I I love it. 
And I, I just remember Yankee opening days being a kid. The old timers days when they announced yeah, the oh, teams too. Amazing. But um, I, I remember them, and and it, I cherish a day like this. And um, and I'm glad that we're talking about it today. Me too. Um, the Yankees. You asked me how I feel about them. Going yeah. How do you in feel here? heading in? They I, are I, the uh, I, second betting favorite behind the Dodgers. How this many? Year. How many times can Garrett Cole start? You know, I yeah. I don't know. Once every five. Six I don't days. know. And yeah. then, you know, this is the thing about baseball is that, you know, as John Boy broke it down, there's the 162, which is a large number. You know, they can have a, a you know a hot April, and then oh, we're talking season, about man. four or five more months. Then October hits, and then the question is, is who do you have in games two, three, and four? Or, as this will be a fresh reminder for everyone, does it even matter? Do you, do you start an opener? Exactly. I, I'm serious. Like, like it, it, does, it, does it matter anymore? Where, where John Boy is talking about, I don't know who their games two, three, and four starters are. Does it matter anymore? Does it matter? Will will all do all you need is somebody to get you nine outs, twelve outs, fifteen outs if you want to go old school, <laughs> right? And then you bring in somebody who is as big as a redwood and throws hundred and fifty miles an hour like yep. Sid Finch, yep. and then bring in another person who does that, and another person who does that, and another person who does that, and then the last person who throws the hardest. Which is the, you know, analytical or analytics-sizing uh, of baseball that I'm just not as into anymore. I'm but uh, so, so, so what does ha- – I, I think the Yankees will make the playoffs. If they don't, it would be a patent failure. Yes. And then the question is what happens in that short series against the plucky team that, that, that makes it and faces them? The hot team like the Rays that can put together the, the, the starter and the openers – Yep. And the, uh, you know, and, and, and go. Yeah. Who could be that Arena that pops up and ruins the Yankee season? I mean, like, I, I'm kind of breaking it down in, a, in, in, in an antiseptic way because, you know, when John Boy fell in love with the Yankees, it was three dynamite, four, if they were lucky, starters who you couldn't beat. That was it. That's the end of it. Yeah. Baseball isn't that way anymore. The Dodgers are the closest thing to it, right? The Mets are too, man. Let's see if they can actually start raking. <laughs> Could you imagine if DeGrom has a run support average north of four? Oh, he'd be 27 and one. Like, what if he's one of those pitchers? <laughs> he, he, he'd be 27 and one. But <laughs> the problem with DeGrom is, in like two seasons ago, I literally kept track of this. Like, the games previous to his starts, we'd average about four to five runs a game, and then after, during his starts, we'd do zero to one run, well, it's and then we'd break out for like five, six runs the following game. Right, because he's always going up against the other team's number one, pretty yeah. much. So it's opening day right now, and there are some fans in the Bronx, New York, and the Yankees are being introduced against the Blue Jays, and we'll keep you up to speed on all that. And we'll talk a little bit of golf, a little bit of Better Call Saul. Oh, Michael Holly joining us as well later on in hour number three.